0: Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by our good friends at ProTabor. I'm Don Maeda, joined in our Murrieta office, Menifee office,
1: Menifee, Murrieta,
0: uh, yeah. by Chase Curtis. And uh, today we have uh, both Alex Ray and Mike Antonovich remote. And Anton, I think uh, a Ray is in the airport somewhere, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm here in the airport right now.
0: Are you? Uh, in the, you're in the Admirals Lounge. You have to have like a million miles to get in there, don't you? No, no. Well, he they let a guy, do they let a guy in the Admiral Lounge that's wearing DPK slides with socks?
2: Yeah, yeah, they let me straight in here, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a bit unfortunate why I'm at the airport, but that's okay. Um, I'm in Dallas right now, I have a long layover, but uh, we're headed to Colorado, so got to get my chicken wings fixed.
0: Both of your wrists, right?
2: both of them yeah
0: so are you fusing are you bolting screwing what are you doing
2: um uh, so on my right wrist i gotta get a uh, partial fusion mm-hmm. is what it's called and then uh left wrist i guess it's just like uh they're just gonna fix my scaphoid um and uh, put a new screw in it and yeah i guess sort of do some cleaning up with the left one but mm-hmm. uh
0: yeah
2: i mean it's it's not looking too pretty. Mm. right now but it, it'll look a lot better whenever it's done
0: is the first surgery tomorrow
2: uh no uh tomorrow's just uh MRIs, cat scans all that stuff and then, uh, we'll awesome. have a uh, surgery on wednesday and then another surgery on friday
0: oh wow so you're coming home when weekend yeah <clears throat> cool well boys uh it was the uh Washougal mx <clears throat> national this weekend and uh it looked like a ton of people were there probably yeah. excited to have uh go back on the rounds right
3: it was yeah, I mean, it was packed it was packed and like everybody is so into it up there it's wild um do there were people in places that i've never seen people at before like on the hillsides and stuff. really there was on horsepower hill halfway up i was shooting it and i looked down to my left there were people climbing through a drainage culvert underneath the track <laughs> that couldn't have been like a hole bigger than four feet around, uh-huh. and the weeds were six feet tall around it. And there was just a steady stream of people going in and out. It was wow. wild. Fun fact,
1: I got yelled yeah. at for climbing through that a couple of years ago to get Did my you? drone that got obliterated into pieces.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Dude, yeah, my, I mean, my I think one of my craziest Washugo memories is when we were still doing the mullet hunter at Transworld. Huh? I was on the side of Horsepower Hill. And there was this guy with this really nice mullet, and I snapped a photo of him, but that was when I was still on Canon, so the camera like clicked, made a loud audible click, and he looked at me, and I looked away, and I was pretending to take pictures of the scenery and stuff, and he spit tobacco juice on my shoe. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. That was a hole. Oh, geez. It's the, uh, what's the animal that spits? A llama?
1: Yeah, a llama. Yeah, I think in
0: the caption, it's the llama mullet spit tobacco hey, juice. Hey, llamas
1: do have mullets, too. Yeah. That works. Yeah.
2: So hey, there's um, a lot of mullets up there. Dude, <laughs> that,
3: it, it's dude, there hardcore so many,
4: up
2: there. There was so many mullets.
0: There's a lot of and mullets they're like natural. And there's a lot of uh uh casual pickup kits, like people with their name and number of print on their t shirt.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or flannels. Yeah. Flannels
1: with name and but numbers.
2: But yes, there was a ton of people. And the few people that were in the pits, uh I did get some people that came by the truck and everything. There was a lot of people that we're giving us props and love oh, what we we're doing. Again, are yeah, spectators allowed in the pits? Um, I don't think so, but I think a lot of people. You gotta buy a special were. ticket. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, but a lot of people came by the truck and said that they love what we're doing. They love the podcast. They love it all, man.
0: Nice. How many sketchy shirts did you that? see?
2: Quite a few, actually.
0: Nice. Um,
2: good. I well, I put it out on my Instagram. Like first uh, shirt that I seen, um, gets a jersey. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I had someone come straight up right there in the morning. and wanted a jersey that had a shirt on. So was, was it cool. that girl? Yes. Okay, so I saw
3: this girl in the middle 450 Moto 2 walking up the hill. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's an awesome shirt. And she was just like, yeah, thanks. And, like, we just kept going. She's like, I love A-Ray. I'm like, that's it. So I kept going, went about my day, talked about it with Alex after the race was over. I'm driving down the hill to leave the track on Saturday night, and there's a guy with a Sprinter Van parked over to the side, and he has a sign on a pizza box that says
2: something about A Ray. Did you see this, Alex? Yes, I've seen it. Yes, it's awesome.
3: It's awesome. It,
0: what did it say? The wind and I don't even remember screensh- what it I, said.
2: I, I, Hold on, I think I screenshotted it. It might be on my phone. I hope I did. I hope I have it. Uh, <laughs> yes, it says, We love A Ray. Let's get sketchy. Nice. So Very good.
3: I rolled the window down in the rental car to, like, take a photo of this. I'm like, hell, yeah, that's a sick sign. And the dude runs over to the car, and he's like, oh, my God, you're anti. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, can you sign my van? (laughs) The van. (laughs) So he had me walk over to, like, the back door of his van where, like, you know, you load everything in and out. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're the fourth person to sign the van today. And I look at the (laughs) side of the van who had signed it. It was Barsha Ferrandus. And DeCoster.
0: And Anton. <laughs> so so I, no, I was like, fuck that. Fuck all that.
3: You cannot put my name next to these guys. So I went around the side of the door, like where no one would ever see it. And I gave it a quick one. And I wrote Swap Moto Live because I was just an honor to be even on the same piece of sheet metal as those guys. But that was yeah. awesome. like, How about Dude, that? the fans at these races lately just for the Swap Moto Live thing, man, off the chain. It's been great.
0: Nice.
2: Yeah, it's, it's awesome, man. It's, it's, it's I like I like seeing it grow. It's great.
4: hmm Mm-hmm.
2: They love you, A Ray. They love you. <laughs> I, and I don't even know why either because dude, like it's not like I'm riding that good. <laughs> I can barely hang on to the bike. But but I'm I'm not even finishing the motos because my damn bike won't make it. Okay,
0: let's talk about this weekend then. What what Because I got some um, DMs like saying what happened to A Ray's motor.
2: Um, so first moto... <laughs> just not a good start and then uh i don't know like i went over a jump and i thought like my front wheel was like sticking or whatever but then like i rode around a little bit it was fine i let some people buy it, and then i was like okay my bike's fine whatever mm-hmm. so i get back going and then like the group that i was with had passed me so i caught back up to them and then dude i could not get around Meshi. It took me, I was like behind him for three laps and all of a sudden I just get pissed so I jumped down the hill and I drive to the inside neither one of us was backing off and I just we both hit like cause I was ready to clean him out mm-hmm. and like we both hit and I end up crashing and then I thought whenever I got up my bike was like just kind of smoking but my fuel was boiling and it was boiling over like onto my radiators and it created steam so I stopped mm-hmm. at the mechanics area I was like hey like is my radiator broke, or, like, is anything wrong with the bike, and they was like, no, I think you're good, so I went back out, and then I finished Moto 1, I was, like, 33rd or something, you know, because I stopped in the mechanics area, and then second Moto, um, yeah, I don't know what happened there, I just think, uh, well, I crashed in the first, or in, on the first lap, I got together with another guy, and then, uh, yeah, I think, I blew a gasket or something because antifreeze was like shooting out of the top of the radiator cap, like onto me, like mm-hmm. burning me. So, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm pulling off. Uh,
0: dude. I didn't
2: want to ruin another bike, you know?
0: Not the, uh, not the, uh, fairy tale ending to your abbreviated season. Sorry about that, man.
2: No, I was, I was catching those guys like ahead of me too. Like I felt good in the second moto. I felt racy. Um, I just, yeah it's one of those things, just another small mechanical issue, I think that it just I don't know man yeah story of my life, okay, so you're gonna but, get your wrist uh,
0: fixed, you come back to California you know next weekend. what is the plan yeah. for you know August, September, October, November, and December? Are you staying out um, here
2: I don't, yeah i don't I don't know what the plan is yet um uh, i need I need to get a job, I think mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, uh, I will be at Unadilla and Buds because uh, they're pretty close to the SGB guys, mm-hmm. and we'll have like an open house uh, at the SGB shop on Wednesday in between those two races.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So um, yeah, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna make it out there. I have my flight booked, so I'm gonna fly out there um, before Dilla and drive up there with the team and stay with them. Mm-hmm. So I'll be there for those two races, and then after that, um, I don't know. I don't start physical therapy with both wrists and then i don't know do do a lot of running
4: mm-hmm. uh, i mean
2: obviously i'm going to be probably training with davy again so uh yeah kale salads and uh and running it's
0: <laughs> no more chick-fil-a no or canes is that what you're nah, saying I'm gonna, yeah <coughs> no,
2: davy keeps calling me fat so i need to oh. i need to drop some lbs and freaking uh you know get it going you get really uh lean mean Machine before Anaheim won.
4: Yeah,
2: that's that's the main goal right now, I guess. Just to get get healthy and and be ready for that. So
0: mm-hmm. Man, I'm excited for it
2: because I haven't been able to hang on to the handlebars for a long time. So who knows what's gonna happen? Nice. You know? Hey, you looked. Uh, you you said you were feeling rough on Saturday morning that the all shot
3: and all that had worn off.
4: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, like everything. Like I mean, I've been doing everything to get these things freaking like get me through like these first few outdoor nationals. Like, you know, I have like Dr. nick coming to the races, um, and work on me, like in between motos and stuff and and everything. Like I've been doing everything just to make it this long. So uh yeah, everything's sort of wearing off now and it's just aching, you know. Mm-hmm. And and two like with the way Washugal was, it was a lot of singles and a lot of jumping down hills and the flat stuff and it was just it was rough on me. yeah it was rough on me for sure.
0: So yeah. how many uh yeah. cumulative points do you have this year? Are we gonna have a lower number next year or about the same?
2: Mm, it'll be around the same, I think. I got like thirty six points or something. <clears> I had <throat> forty last year.
0: Nice. So well yeah. it was a fun season.
2: Too- <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely fun. It was just uh it's not what I was expecting, but it happens, I guess. That's racing.
4: Yeah. So,
3: Hi, SWAT Moto Live listeners. This is Alex Martin. At Arai, every helmet is handcrafted with dedication to pursue gains and protection, and that is exactly why I choose to race in an Arai helmet. This lifeblood of obsession with protection is driven by a single shareholder and runs through every person who builds an Arai helmet. This is what sets Arai apart. This is Arai.
0: Who does Ken Roxon, Jay Sexton, Hunter Lawrence, Jet Lawrence, Mitch Evans, and four-time world champion tim geyser turned to for power yoshimura since 1954 since
2: 2005 risk racing has been a leading innovator within the motocross industry all while doing it in their own unique way whether you are looking for the premier motocross transport system the lock and load pro or the ez utility jug the fuel can of choice for me sgb racing's alex ray Risk Racing is there to be your go-to motocross shopping destination. Head over to riskracing.com today and see their entire product line. Use code SWAP at checkout to receive 15% off the entire purchase.
0: Hey everyone, Don Moetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge hubs The wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now. Next cleaning air filters or changing oil, tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that Factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel-related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out.
1: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-Shirt Printers handles all of my merchandise and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team T-Shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online
2: at TemeculaT-Shirt Printers.com.
0: Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town, Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we've become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live show. And all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. Well, uh, let's see. Washougal is always uh, regarded by the riders as slippery. Mm-hmm. right it's funny i've done a Washugo amateur day like oh by maybe 10 times i don't know but quite a few times and i love that track i mean mostly because the scenery and the change in elevation all that and obviously i'm not on the gas like they are so i never really thought oh it's so super slippery right yeah but dude yeah uh, hunter lawrence wiping out in the shade
2: yeah that just shows that looks slippery
0: <laughs> <laughs> so is it super yeah. slippery guys this year
2: oh my gosh dude it was so slick i don't know i think it might have been slicker a couple years ago but dude like um coming back up the hill like after that sharp left oh my gosh it was like ice dude like you would get on the gas and -hmm. it was like you're on concrete like the whole way up the hill it was crazy like i have zero throttle control so it was very tough on me um like for guys like you know hammerheads, like me, Barsha, I mean, I was actually surprised by Hampshire, because, yeah, you know, he, he's had, like, a gnarly few races, you know, and he didn't wash the front once, which was crazy. hmm
3: Hey, on the whole track thing, so they haven't had any rain, it sounds like, in three weeks at the minimum? Yeah,
2: yeah and in meantime, you know, getting out of there, it was so dusty,
3: like, with the so dusty. Oh. You could, even just walking through the pits, um, walking around the side of the track, anything like that, because there's no grass up there and it's just this super fine dust powder, when people would start walking around after the motos were done, it was just this haze over the whole property.
0: Yeah, I bet.
3: Like, it it was super dry and super slick. Um, And, Avery, how fast you guys were going in some spots. Like, that was the fastest I've seen go in a few years, especially into that big floater jump in the back. When you guys would come on the gas out of those two switchbacks and then just pin it towards the base of it, that was badass. It was amazing to stand there and just
2: hear that. Yeah, it was, I mean, the track was pretty fast, and it was, honestly, it was prepped pretty well for Washougal, to be honest. Um, someone said something about them bringing in dirt because it had been so dry. Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if, if you know anything about that, Anton, but, like, yeah. Friday, whenever I was at the track after amateur day, like, it was dry as a bone and hard as a brick, so they did something throughout the night to make it good.
3: So, like, some backstory on what the tracks had going on this year, and they mentioned it on TV, but Ralph Huffman the promoter of the track and the property owner and all that he passed away he got COVID and unfortunately passed away so shout out to the whole family up there because the husband Huff- the huffman family does everything at that property mm-hmm. um so with them not having the race last year they put a lot of effort into making this year's race be as successful as it was they said they've sold the most tickets ever for this one and i believe it but that dry weather has had a really big impact on their track prep Uh, And because everything's kind of sat dormant for a while or they haven't had a lot going on, they really put a lot of strain on their equipment and their water lines and stuff in the last week leading up to it. So there were, like, pipes that were bursting and shit like that all through the week that they would be watering the track and watering it so heavy that it would overwhelm the system. And then they'd have to break it and then fix it and then go back at it again.
0: Dude, when you break a water water line at a track, you have to figure out where the break is, right?
3: Yeah. Because it just started
0: leaking underground.
3: So they had all of those issues going on already, which they got a hold of and didn't have really too many issues on, like, got it fixed, and it was all good for the rest of the weekend. But then, like, Friday night, fans would jump the fence and then turn the hoses on and then flooded sections of the track, too. What? So there was, yeah, like, just crazy shit like that, people that sit there in camp all weekend. And it happens, like, from time to time. Like, there's always crazy stories. But somebody was telling me about that the other day. Like, yeah, you know, we were come to the track. We find out somebody had turned a hose on last night, like jacking around and flooded a little bit of a section out but like a Ray said they did a great job on the track prep for what it was because they've Mm. had a lot of challenges this year with all of that just how dry that second moto for the 450s it was just hard pack everywhere nothing that we've seen at a national in a few years
0: Mm. like the old carlsbad gps or something huh so what about
2: tomac in that second moto dude oh oh my god Oh dude. He was ripping. I mean props to Frandis for holding him off, but tomac yeah. came way back,
0: yeah, I like how Frandis and Howard's weekend was just so so proud of himself for holding tomac <laughs> yeah. off. He talked about how he'd seen him, and all the race videos he's watched come through the pack. He said he knew he was going to be tough, yeah.
3: Those last five minutes, the whole crowd lit up too because they knew Eli, once he got around Sexton and really started making a run at it, like you could see him just getting closer and closer and closer. When they would go over the hill and then come back in, you would see how much of a gap he had made up just in that little bit of track. Or when they would come through the finish line and you would see it even tighter there. Um, Like he said, now was your weekend. He had a couple ideas where he thought he was going to be able to make the pass, but then Dylan got through the the section better than Chase did and just enough of a gap that he killed it on the last lap and, and couldn't make a run. But, yeah, Eli was on it. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, to hear him, he's just, that's as fast as a bike will go. Everywhere yeah. on the track, that's as fast as a bike will
1: go right now. Yep, 100%. Wow. Marv, Marv was better. He was out here last week doing some tests. Or, I don't think he was even doing testing. He was just out here riding because mm-hmm. Joey was doing suspension testing, but Marv and the Red Bull crew was parked quite a bit of ways from them but uh yeah he was just out at paula and Elsinore doing motos mm-hmm. and uh he looked good there so it was good to see that he he did a little better this weekend
0: i think he might be staying out here during this break because mm. on instagram they're like at the beach and mm. out here it looked mm. like a california beach but uh, yeah, how- i think they
3: might be out there for a while mm.
0: so how about sexton yeah. Yeah. i mean he ran away First with no to like, one pressure.
2: Yeah? Like, I mean he's just as soon as the gate dropped, he was just boom. Yeah. Let every lap I I mean, I thought he was riding good. I think that track sort of suits his style a little bit because he he seems like he's so tight with the bike. Like nothing really skips out. Nothing, you know, like ever really I mean he'll get sketchy every now and then, but for the most part, his style, like he's so like strong on the bike, it seems like. Yeah. And I feel like this was a good race for him.
1: It was interesting to me, too, because it seemed like everyone else on the team struggled. Like, the Lawrence brothers seemed to struggle a little bit, and Ken definitely did. But, yeah, he looked really good. The bike looked good. Um, I think that's what we all kind of expected after Paula. Like, Last we expected year. more races like that this year, so it was good to see him finally up there.
0: I, w- I wonder if, you know, when he got hurt in Supercross early on, if there's anything lingering there or...
1: But, I mean, he looked so good at Paulo even this year. Yeah. When he was almost, I mean, he had Ferrandis like, another lap or two in the opener, and he would mm-hmm. have got him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Ferrandis was happy with that second moto, but he had some troubles in the first one. I, I didn't catch all the first moto. Did he fall?
1: Uh, no, I think he just he just was meh. Oh. Yeah. Did, uh, Anton, didn't you say, how was your weekend? He had the, a different bike setting the first moto?
3: Yeah, they did something with a shock, uh, just some stuff that they had been trying to get figured out. Um, So he has that taken care of, but then just that first moto knowing there was no catching Chase. You know, once Chase got going, he was gone. And then there was a pretty good pack of guys, you know. It it was just hard to make those moves happen. But that second moto was great, and he did what he needed to do. Um, And then holding off, off Eli like that he's at that point now where he just keeps making these like maximum point score days and Kenny's Mm -hmm. struggling because he's been sick and now hurt a little bit. Mm. So, I mean, the gap that he has in the championship, he's pretty safe. You know, he's, he's doing everything that he needs to do the right way. It doesn't seem like he's really thinking about it the same. And I didn't expect him to either. He's not going to be one of those guys that starts freaking out about the pressure. He just knows, Hey, this is going to keep going and keep going Yeah, and don't think it's going to come easy now. Like, He's still going to put the work in these next few weeks after a little break. But, Avery, you would say this too, and all the guys you've talked to those four races, you guys are smoked right now. Like, people want to take at least one week off to just completely recover before they go on
2: to the next thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it's tough. Dude. I mean, and for the guys who are, who are staying on the West Coast, I mean, dude, it's, it's tough, man. Like, I don't know. And will we have five races in a row? Right now, Something. or um, after after this break? After this one,
0: break. yeah, five in a row. I mean, is it
3: possibly Possibly four? four? Yeah, uh, on the broadcast. No, uh, <laughs> so yeah, there have been some rumors that Hangtown's going to be on shaky ground, considering where the state of California is at with COVID right now, and then it being a state park and all that. But I asked some people this weekend, and it seems like they should be okay. Um, hmm. Who knows what will happen in the next three to four weeks. But if it does fall through, there are tracks that have contingency plans to be backups. I hope it's not like Fox Raceway 3. I think that yeah. would be terrible to go there back-to-back. Hopefully somebody else oh. will pick it up. So horrible. Yeah, on the broadcast, yeah.
1: they straight up just didn't mention it, and it wasn't in the calendar anymore. It was, these are the, the last rounds, and it ends up hollow. It was weird. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, uh, I'll need we just didn't even mention it. watch that, because I asked
3: somebody. I even asked somebody this weekend, like, hey, you know, what's the deal from from MX Sports? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, we're fine. So, okay. so that's on good. the calendar on TV. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, because I was confused because I was – I didn't hear of, of any rumors. I thought, well, we're all good because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I have a couple friends in Northern California, and they're like, yeah, dude, everything's fine up here. I, I mean, I had heard Hangtown finally opened like a month ago to Regular allow schedule. everyone in, yeah. And then, yeah, they're – right before one of the motos, I think, they just threw up on the – Little card in the corner saying these are the these are <laughs> this is the rest of the schedule and
3: it was Fox Raceway was the last one. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
3: Little weird. Um, I'll, we'll have to check into that because that would be it could even be a TV mistake like yeah. pretty simple for that like who knows because those do happen like we saw the Heart Raph Shimoda thing in the first two fifty moto <laughs> but like there have been some rumors going around that Hangtown could get clipped.
4: <laughs> oh. hmm Thing. Yeah,
2: I mean, and going back to what you were saying about the uh, the five races in a row, dude. I mean, we just did four, and look how many be how many guys just, like are sick, you know, just from yeah. from traveling so much and like wearing the body down and and just everything, you know what I mean? Like, there's mm-hmm. we got guys with Epstein bar, we got guys with you know all kinds of illnesses right now. So, um, it's nuts, you know. And to do five in a row, that's even gnarlier. So, Totally. Yeah. These guys, after the last round, they're going to be smoked and ready for a vacation. That's for sure. Yeah.
3: Fortunately, there's no real off-season race stuff this year. I mean, Paris Supercross is happening, and it sounds like that roster of guys is getting more filled out. Because Cooper's in now with the Lawrence brothers. I would bet Malcolm and Barsha get to go, too. You know, depending on how these things go. Mm-hmm. But uh, no Monster Cup or anything like that. So there will be some chances for guys to take a small break. But, yeah. I mean, come first part of October, they're going to be ready to go again.
0: Mm-hmm. Totally. Any uh, yeah. any no- news on the uh, Motocross Nations team?
3: <laughs> um, Barsha is pretty much a go from what I'm hearing. <clears throat> and then I would ex- assume Sexton is the other spot. He's riding so well. Honda's always pretty active in that. Mm-hmm. In that realm of things. So I think that they'll do it. But figuring out the 250 guy thing might be a problem. RJ says he hasn't been approached yet. And then nobody from Star is going to be able to go. Mm -hmm. You know at all. So we'll see what happens from there. Obviously no Cowie guy is going to go. I don't think. You know Forkner and Mitch aren't going to just go send an effort with no support anyway. So I would think it gets RJ pretty soon.
0: Dylan Schwartz.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, right. That's why I was just thinking. I'm like, dude, who's the next dude Send the in Suzuki. The <laughs> so the
0: 250 class. Dylan <laughs> Schwartz. The 250 class, dude. Muffy. Yeah, a whole shot from Mumford. But, dude, J-Mart, I know. second win in a row with all those injuries. What a bad dude. And
1: sending that, that jump into the sand almost every lap. Every time I saw him do that on the broadcast, I was, like, like hurting for him. Thinking about just, his wrist? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah okay. but uh, man that crash by cooper <clears throat> on horsepower hill was wild that, that almost looked like something broke yeah
3: and that was made weird. him fall
0: was that the last lap yeah, I,
3: it was no it was like maybe two or three laps from the finish but mm-hmm. it seemed like he landed mm-hmm. in that pocket like there was a real one soft spot mm-hmm. where there was all those ruts mm-hmm. but you could hear the whole crowd when he crashed because they were watching him chase jeremy yeah so as soon as the bike like got a little bit out of control you just hear this whole sound cloud and then when he's sl- when the bike slams into the fence you just hear ah it was everybody was watching
2: that battle
0: yeah dude
2: yeah that was nuts man like i, I watched the video on instagram i was like dude how is he alive like, yeah <laughs> he freaking smacked into the fence
0: yeah looks like he hit a landmine or something mm-hmm. <clears throat> but i
2: uh, you get sketchy bro
0: so he recovered from that quite well right he finished eighth in that moto
1: I think he just kind of cruised around yeah. yeah he had he had enough of a gap to just nurse at home
0: yeah but uh so guys what do you think is going on with jet Lawrence his title rival is he uh faltering a bit is he losing confidence or is just cooper just being s- strong I don't and steady? think
2: he's I don't, well for one I don't really think that he's he's raced Washugel before yeah and a lot of those guys have raced Washugel numerous times so I feel like you know, he, a few of these tracks were sort of new to him. Mm-hmm. So I think once we get back to like Unadilla and, and stuff like that, we'll get to some tracks that he's ridden before,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and I think that he'll get back on a a little bit better. Um, but you know, I think his starts have just been hindering him a bit. You know, because I mean, not only that, because he hasn't been able to to move through the pack like he did in like uh, early on in the season. But yeah. I mean, you got to get those starts figured out. I feel like if he gets a start, I mean, he's obviously going to stay there. But, uh, but, yeah, he's just making it hard on himself, I feel like, right now. He might be overthinking it. Um, a lot of pressure, you know. Who knows?
1: It kind of seemed like an off day from the beginning for him, too, because, like, on qualifying, they showed, dude, he came into the pits after, like, on the second qualifier, and they were changing bars or something.
4: Like, bars? Yeah,
1: yeah, messing with his controls and all that. Hmm. So I don't know if they went a different way in testing or something, and he. He's just
3: chasing something. But, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. It still,
3: seems like, it still seems like they're searching for a little bit more power out of the bike. Mm. And um, to, to what A-Ray said, like, he is a little off. Like, not getting good starts is putting him in the back of the pack. If you look at that start shot sequence, you know, he's already getting yarded a little bit by Cooper and a couple other guys as they go up over the rise halfway down the straightaway. But then when you see him do practice starts, it's not, like, super smooth all the way through. Like, they know that's where his issue is, is getting over the gate and then getting into that front group. He, he said it pick. after Spring Creek and everything, yeah.
2: Gate pick was so key this weekend, too. Holy shit, dude. Because behind the gate, the dirt and everything was, like, for, for most of the gates was trash, dude. Like, there was only a few gates that were any good that had any traction.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, there was, like, big rocks and, like, just yeah. this hard, slick base to where, dude... I think Rod Bell second moto didn't even use a starting device. It was that bad. It was, it was like a concrete start. Jeez.
1: Yeah, Jojo mentioned on his Instagram that they he picked his gate, and then they were prepping it, and there's just a giant boulder in his line. So yeah, I, it's
2: interesting. Uh, did, Anton, did you, did you hear anything on Julie's wall on on the injuries and they <laughs> uh, the? Injuries? He just Anton had it touch- interviewed him. <laughs> Oh, he was out
3: of so it, dude. True. He was like, he's on <laughs>
0: dude, another planet, <laughs> dude. <laughs> you know when you? I was watching the Howard's Your Weekend? And he's talking. to You? He has that glazed look on his eyes. And like, uh-huh. dude, that's how I looked in my vlog a few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know when I got knocked out? Yeah, he was. Yeah, an, he, was he was on out of another it. planet.
3: Jeez. Like. Even as I asked him, like, do you know what happened? And then he tried to really give, like, a detailed answer. I was like, oh, dude, don't break your brain. Like, please don't break over- <laughs> <Don't laughs> Like, you're hurting. Like, please don't, you know. And I felt bad because I'm like, you don't have to say that much. I know you you got caught up. But for how much he said that him and RJ just kind of caught each other at the wrong place at the wrong time. And then he just got sent over. And it was a PC guy that hit him. I think, I think it might have been Shimoda because yeah. then Forkner seemed like he hit Shimoda. Yep. But yeah, that was just chaos. Hey, good for, good for JoJo, though, because he had to go into the work area, came mm-hmm. in and was getting lapped, and then just jumped in with the lead group. Yeah. So again, I don't know how that goes for guys, because um, he, he ran the pace with them, and it never seemed like he was holding anybody up if he was given the blue flag.
4: Mm-hmm. Like, he
3: would let the people that were on the lead lap go around him, and then he would just funnel in behind them. But his lap times are comparable with everybody in the like, top seven, yeah. top eight, and he was coming from a lap down. You know, yeah. in a big crash that destroyed the bike. Joe did really, really well uh, that moto, all things considered, and then much, much better in the second moto. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah poor really Mumford cool. was getting – was Jet was on Mumford, I believe, and Joe just went by both of them to try and unlap himself.
0: <laughs> wow.
3: Yeah.
0: Hey, who builds yeah, – Yeah, great
3: for Mumford, too.
0: Who builds those motors yeah. for uh, Talking Boys team? XPR. Uh, XPR. Yeah. XPR. yeah. That's pretty big for a premier yeah. to hold a whole shot at national, right? Yeah, it especially is, in the 250 yeah. class.
2: Yeah, I mean that where where horsepower is so freaking like key, you know, like with those little bikes, mm-hmm. he freaking yanked it, dude, and he stayed mm-hmm. there. Too. I mean, he, I mean, Cooper passed him going up horsepower horsepower hill, and then he just got him back. which
4: Yeah, was sick. Yeah, and he, he outmaneuvered
2: him real crafty, mm-hmm. like in that little yeah. spot through those rollers. Yeah, I talked to Mumford. He just he hasn't. Been up there in a while, I guess since being an amateur. So, yeah, whenever you get the whole shot, he sprinted. You know, obviously, when you do that and you're not used to it, your arms are gonna pump up, you know, like mm-hmm. that happened. And when your arms pump up, there's nothing really you can do, you yeah, just freaking, you know, ride it out. But, I mean, props to him, dude. I mean, he had a good day,
4: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. His pace of his opening laps was really good, but you could tell he just got swallowed up.
3: <laughs> hey, um, hey, Ray, so with you working with Dady more next year. Is that
2: really just kind of come about because he's at the track with Carson so much? Yeah, you know, like, he hasn't he hasn't been around in California that much, you know? I mean, he's, he was in Havasu a lot, so whenever we were working together, you know, I didn't want to really bother him, you know, because, I mean, hell, he's a family man, you know, and he's got his own stuff going on. But now that he's around more, he's got a few guys, but, you know, he's in California, almost every week, you know, it's it's gonna be good I think, you know, with me, Carson and Derek, like we'll all you know, we'll we'll have good good little group with us and yeah. I think
3: it'll be a lot better now. Yeah, I think it'll be good because I've been over at the team talking to him and Carson the last few weeks and he's he's been he's been talking about you, so I know he's been on you've been on his radar.
2: Yeah, yeah, well that too and, and also like I mean, he can't be there all the time. So I mm-hmm. feel like maybe You know, it's, you know, I mean, his person, he's still a young kid, you know what I mean? So, if he's not there, you know, I can get him out of bed and, you know, we can go on road bike rides and stuff together, you know. So, it's, so he's not doing everything by himself, which Mm -hmm. is nice.
0: Yeah, you guys have been, uh, pedaling together quite a bit lately, I think.
2: Yeah, dude, we went with Derek Drake, uh, on Thursday. (laughs) It was supposed to be like an hour and a half recovery ride. We all rode our e bikes. Wait, Drake's pedaling guys...
1: already? Yeah. Oh yeah. What?
2: Yeah, it's heart yeah. He had heart he, surgery yeah. on Monday, right? Mhm. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so we in his his heart and everything is like already like feeling so much better. So he says wow. I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we go on this recovery ride. And Derek's like, oh yeah, we're gonna go up here, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, and then we're gonna go like somewhere else. He's like, okay, we are gonna go to the towers in Lake El mm-hmm. So that's what we did. We went up Elfrece. It's like, oh yeah, let's just let's just go past the towers and we'll go down Skidmarks. And I'm like looking at like my gar or my my watch or whatever, and it already says like we're at an hour. I'm like, we're so far away from the truck. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he's like, Oh, I can't find I can't find the skidmarks trail. I can't find it. And then we all we finally found it or whatever and like I don't know, my freaking e bike died oh I'm pissed.
0: <laughs> Did you stop <start> to climb? <laughs> no,
2: it it. no, it it was still fine. I, just, I turned the e bike off going down skip marks. Yeah. And then once we got to the road, I realized that we still had like freaking eight miles to go back to the truck. <laughs> and I was I was like, Oh, I got it, I'll make it so I just put it back on boost. and then we parked at Mid Vicker, like where Will Hahn used to live. Mm-hmm. You know that hill, yeah, and it went dead right before that freaking hill. Oh, luckily, luckily they they freaking they pushed me up the hill.
4: Oh yeah, uh, two e bikes.
2: Yeah, yeah, it turned into like a two and a half hour freaking e bike ride, which was fun. And like at the end, like we parked at the skate park and everything, and they're all freaking doing stuff in the skate park and. Okay, so I'm like, nah, man. I'm just sitting on the side over there watching. I'm like, y'all can have at that. I ain't doing <laughs> nothing like that.
0: So is that, De- was that Drake casing that double on Carson's video? Uh,
2: No, that's Carson. I oh, that's that Carson. Video. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: It wasn't yeah.
2: very close. Derek made it perfect, but, but Carson, yeah, he, he didn't case the second one. Thought he was going to die.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that would have been bad.
2: Yeah. Crazy. But. I don't know. I think we got a, We got a good little group with us, and mm-hmm. I think it's it's gonna be good. We'll all push each other, especially them two, because them two are so freaking fast, man. Mm-hmm. It's Crazy.
0: Training with a group makes it fun and yeah, probably, probably easier to not think about the pain and the and the work. Right? Is there shit talking?
2: So uh, Anton, how's the how's the gravel biking going?
3: Uh, well, I got to go out last week. I took like two weeks off. So I hadn't done anything on it, but went out last week and did two pretty good rides. Uh, it's, it's hot here again. Like, it's back in the low 80s, or high 80s, low 90s with some humidity and stuff. So mm-hmm. trying to sufferfest it out, wearing the wind vest so I get really hot. Um, but, yeah, it's been good. It's been fun. I feel, like, fresh on it again after,
2: because I, I think I kind of burned myself out there for a minute.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. But we had, yeah. we had some, actually, it was so weird. I woke up this morning, you know, at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning for my flight. Dude, it was raining. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. In so- in it's, Southern California, so like it's so humid
0: now. so humid. Because it's hot already. But all the water on the ground's drying up, so it's humid.
1: Yeah, we got like an <clears> inch <throat> and an hour in like Marietta last night. And then it let up, I think around 11 it stopped. And then it started again at like 2 in the morning. And it didn't let up till like
0: 9.30. Yeah. Yeah, I woke up early this morning. Couldn't fall back to sleep and I texted Chase. Let's go to Greer. <laughs> And I was driving down and it started pouring rain like at Lake Street and I'm all, I think we're hosed. So I just, can't, I, dude, what, I got to the office at 7 o'clock this morning, got a bunch yeah. done already. <coughs> but, uh mm. so, uh, a. Ray, how long, you're going to miss Summit season, huh? You won't be riding by October.
2: Dude, I don't know. Like, hopefully everything goes good and I'm able to freaking do something. Yeah. I'm thinking like, Both my wrists are gonna be wrapped up like a freaking tortilla, and Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna be able to. Like, I'm just so scared that I'm not gonna be able to wipe my ass.
0: (laughs) Well, you got Kenny Taco Bell. That's what he's there for.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I told I told Kenny Taco Bell. I was like, dude, I might just like stand out in the front yard. You can just grab the water hose and just like hose me off or something. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe he'll give me like a a bidet or something
4: before before Uh, I get home. Yeah, yeah. You need. Oh, we should order you one. Yeah, a a tushy.
0: Go to HelloTushy.com I, I have one of those It's great
4: Yeah
2: I need I need to do something Cause dude I don't know What's gonna happen It's gonna be kinda weird First few weeks I think
1: You um, know what
2: you could do You could get a It's probably really
1: good For your wrist For physical therapy too When you get them out Of the cast or whatever you Get a hog Just ride on the highway Yeah
2: Did no. mean, no. you imagine yeah. though Like If I'm like In like two casts Or whatever And I like Go to wipe my ass Or something I get like Shit
1: on the cast. Oh yeah. Oh god.
2: <laughs> are they can't, like wash it? Are mm-hmm. they for sure gonna be
1: casted? You get uh good with your fingers. No, like, I don't know.
2: I don't know because <laughs> I th- I was looking at the at the thing they telling me that I need to get like physical therapy like pretty soon afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that I'm gonna be in a, in two casts. I might be in one on my left wrist, but I don't know about my right wrist. Mm-hmm. So we'll just have to see have they figured out what kind of job you could do at
3: DBK like obviously you probably can't run like a tape gun or something
2: but you could probably like fill orders right yeah, I mean I probably could yeah I don't know man like I, I I don't even know if Kenny freaking let me come work with him <laughs> like, you know he goes to work obviously but whenever he comes home he likes to vent you know like every, every worker does they, they like to vent about You know their coworkers or how (laughs) what they're doing and stuff. You know what I mean. So it's like he comes home, he'd just be like talking shit about me to my face. You know what I mean. It'd be like and Shirley. You could do customer support. Stick on the phone all day. Yeah, wear a headset. I'm trying to do customer support in my own merch, dude. I keep screwing up orders. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm. I'm bummed I missed the race, dude. I was looking forward yeah. to going to Washougal. Uh, yeah.
2: Dude, there was, dude, it was it was crazy. I was back in the truck um, after the second moto, and they were doing like the uh, the podium interviews and stuff. And dude, it was like that whole place was erupting for the 450 class. I think they were chanting Tomac's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. It crazy.
4: Mm-mm-mm.
1: I heard when they cut to the commercial a couple times. You know how on Peacock. You can It'll hear cut- it. Yeah, yeah, you can hear the audio still. Dude, there. Were there a lot of um cuz in previous years when I've been there, they have like a whole drinking tent and you can't you can't get out of the gate with your drink, but dude, I heard a couple people chanting Red Bud. So, were there some uh, <laughs> some alcohol beverages outside of the
3: gated area maybe?
0: <laughs> Probably in here. I mean, yeah,
3: there's were ever, there was everybody there. Like, those people were into it. And, Chase, you've been there to that yeah. race, too. Like, if you've ever been around that Pacific Northwest, like, group, they're just core moto people. They might not even have, like, the nicest stuff, but they're there to party the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. How about all those videos of those kids jumping through the whoops on, on like, Yeah, dude, what on, was that up with that 49ers. one kid? Oh, great. Dude. Smashing dude. Into that
0: kid on the mountain
3: bike. Yeah, that was Baby nasty. Seth Enslow?
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh man. Huh. Well yeah, like it, that's it was a cool it was a cool area for sure.
0: Okay. I think we should wrap this, yeah? Yeah. What do you think? Um hey rate best of luck this week with your surgeries. Keep us posted. Yeah, I'll grab some food. Give me a call. Um you probably got a couple minutes before your next flight, I think. Anton, enjoy the two weeks off. are you headed to Loretta's?
3: Yeah. I'm going to go to Loretta's next week, mm-hmm. um, spend a couple of days down there, and then come back. So, this is like the week off. So, I think I might go ride tonight. I might go moto.
2: At arch- you're going your to you're gonna take your bike to Loretta's? Because, I mean, I don't live that far from there. I know some tracks, so. though. Ah. Uh, if I'm going
3: down, I'm going to go down to work, you know, mm, and, like, I'd love to. I'd love to, but I got so much going on. Like, it'll be the full Loretta's grind, getting there at seven thirty, seven forty-five in the morning and not leaving until, like, 7 that night.
0: Yeah.
3: So there'll be none of that. I even thought, like, could I take the bicycle down there? But I don't need to get run off the road down there.
4: So, mm, yeah.
1: If any, we'll if anyone's listening that has their, their kid racing at Loretta's or something, there's no nowhere to eat after 4 o'clock there. So maybe bring some extra food and feed Anton <laughs> <laughs> every night.
0: Bring him vegetables.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh,
3: I know how to – well, I stay in Nashville, so that's not too bad. Oh. Like, there's nice. always something back there, yeah. Okay. After last year, um, it wasn't – terrible it's just it's worth the drive to go back to a place with fast internet Mm -hmm. because all those other hotels that are around there are so expensive because that's where all the families are staying like i'll slug out another hour in the car for that Mm -hmm. but yeah it'll be good i'm excited to go down there because there's so many kids that are going to come up it doesn't seem like the big you know after loretta's unadilla changeover is going to happen this year like there'll be levi kitchen but i don't know who else is going to go
4: I, think I, don't know Jet, Jet? Jump
3: up. I don't know. I don't know if he's going in for Pro Circuit right away yet or
0: not. Jet yeah. Reynolds, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so. It sounds like he, the plan is to move him in as soon as possible because Seth and all that.
3: Yeah. Oh, to get more guys on the track? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's. Yeah. That
1: from makes what sense I heard, that's what they're kind of counting on because Seth's riding one week, not riding the next, so.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: <clears throat> yeah. All right, boys. But, like,.
3: Yeah, no Husky guys. Like it. This will be a good year for Loretta's. I think a lot of time for kids that don't have factory rides to put in good results and stuff like that and get attention for the next few years. Because mm-hmm. we we already know who all the main contenders are already. Yep, totally.
0: Is uh, Josh Vereese going back?
1: Oh, you would think so, huh? Yeah,
0: because I know he was on that.
1: He had whole, bike yeah. problems this weekend. So I don't know. Yeah, he was supposed
0: to. Yeah. Well, run on. Guys, again, A-Ray, good luck. Anton, try to relax a little. Get to that baby-making. and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We're, uh, yeah. Let
2: it soak. Let <laughs> it soak. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're uh, we're going to wrap this up, put this together, and then Chase and I are going to go hit some wet trails this afternoon. Yeah. All hopefully. right. So, guys, thank you Off for listening look. to the uh, Kickstar podcast presented by our friends at Pro Taper. If you're driving... Drive safe, get to where you're going, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 1/8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders,